Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello and welcome to the Headliner Radio podcast. Today I'm joined by Daya, who's an American singer-songwriter from Pennsylvania. Daya, how's it going? I'm good. Um, I'm feeling good today. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Thank you. Not bad. Uh, any particular reason why you're feeling good? Uh, I think Joe Biden just won the presidency, so I'm feeling great. Has, has, has he really? Um, um, I don't think I don't know that they've officially called it, but um, everything's pointing in that direction right now that I've seen. So okay, okay, yeah, oh, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, it feels feels really good to yeah. to get him out, yeah. <laughs> get the orange man out. Finally, finally. Uh, yeah, um, I shan't dwell on the uh, the election too much, even though it is kind of um, on everyone's minds at the moment. I guess. Um, obviously, I want to yeah. talk about about music. Uh, h- how have things been for you, uh, just sort of generally recently? Last few months, obviously, it's been a crazy, strange year for for a lot of people, especially music makers. Have you kind of managed to kind of keep yourself busy, stay creative and productive, and all that stuff? Yeah, I think I, I kind of, obviously, like I like a lot of other people, I was confused and just like didn't really know what was happening, didn't saw a lot of uncertainty in my future, didn't really see a lot of, you know, things being resolved anytime soon. So I was just very confused and wary of that. Um, but yeah. then I think I, within the last couple of months, I feel like I found my stride and I've just kind of accepted that we don't know what's going to happen um, with live touring or anything. But, um, but I've been kind of taking to, you know, just spending more time with myself creatively and, and writing my own. And I started producing over the summer. Oh, cool. Um, so trying to learn that. Um, so I think I've, I've kind of found my stride creatively. It took a second, but I feel like I'm, I'm now getting into a place where I feel really comfortable and I'm, I'm really excited. I'm working with a lot of people that I love. Um, and I just signed a deal with um, Sandlot, who is owned by Jay Cash. It's his new record label. Oh, cool. Um, and we've been friends for a while and, uh, he introduced me to AWOL as well. So I signed like a joint deal with them. And, uh, yeah, since then I've just been working in studio, doing sessions every day. And, um, I'm really excited for everyone to hear the stuff that we've been working on. Yeah. Awesome. Great that you've been able to, to get into the studio. Obviously a lot of, uh, a lot of musicians have been missing the kind of touring aspect, um, getting out there, being on the road, but I guess uh, yeah. this year has given you a chance to to kind of step back, really focus on on making music, getting in the studio, like you say, um, which is cool. Yeah, I think I think with the way that music is produced now, especially in the digital era of everything just being so accessible all the time, I feel like it's so easy to just fall into like a put a, a song out once every few weeks or once a month or whatever, and just yeah. kind of like keep that going. But I feel like it's it's so good. I mean. I obviously haven't been doing that either way, but um, it's been good for me to to just like really like take a second and see what I want for myself long term, um, like vision wise, and kind of just like um, kind of wrap my head around like all of what I want to uh, present to everyone within the, with the next record. And yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's been really good to have that time. I think. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And you mentioned you've been getting more involved in the production side. Uh, is that something that kind of came out of necessity kind of in lockdown, just kind of turned your hand to it and thought you'd get involved in that side? Or is that something that you've always been involved with? Yeah, well, it's always really interested me. Um, I've always loved um, 
I've always played instruments since I was really young so there's that aspect and then when I was home um I went home for a few weeks in the uh, beginning of the summer okay um in uh, April sorry and uh my my sister is actually learning production as well she studied it at school so mm. um it was really nice to kind of have that with her so it was just like a you know there was like there was no room for either of us to feel weird about anything because we just like were very encouraging and supportive of each other yeah and um and it was cool because i learned i learned a lot from her and i had the music background so we kind of like fed off of each other in that way and uh but i learned a lot of like the technical things from her okay um and yeah it's it's always something that i've really wanted to pursue not just for to release a song with my production i I feel like that's probably down the road a little bit but Mm. also to just like know what you know notes to give to people when i'm to my to the producers who are producing my songs yeah yeah um and stuff like that just to kind of be more aware of that side of things i think it gives me um just a lot of of information that i didn't have before that i can use now yeah for sure it's just having a deeper understanding of the the whole process isn't it um yeah to inform kind of your creative process i guess um Yeah. yeah Yeah, absolutely. Now you mentioned your sister. I, I understand you come from quite a, a musical family. Um, I know that you were uh, a musician from a, a young age and um, yeah. a very musical child, actually. Who who were some of your kind of early influences in music? I think, um, I think, uh, well, Coldplay was a big one. I used to go around tour, like doing some shows, like open mic nights in my town when I was like 10 years old and clocks was one of the first songs that I learned and so I just would play that over and over and um I just loved like seeing Chris Martin live my dad was really was into Coldplay so we always went when we were younger that was the first show that I ever went to when I was seven um and then yeah I just kind of like fell in love with um just everything that they were doing and then um Alanis Morissette was a big one for me too. I really loved just like her rawness and her grittiness and her writing. I think her lyrics are amazing. And um, as well as Amy Winehouse, she was a huge one for me. Um, She just sonically, like the the path that she kind of paid for herself, um, it was so unique. And just, um, yeah, also the rawness there and the the truth and what she was saying, you can really feel that. Um, So that was that was really she was a really big one for me yeah for sure for sure um now obviously um being in music from such a young age um you sort of experienced success quite early didn't you when you were 16 started charting um what was it like at that stage kind of juggling school with music was was there a lot of pressure on you during that time did you or did you feel a lot of pressure on you yeah, it was, it was a bit difficult. Um, I was, I mean, it was, it was exciting for me at the time, for sure. I wanted, like, all I wanted throughout all of high school was to just get out of there as soon as I could. Um, so it definitely gave me that. Um, I left, like, halfway through my junior year, so I didn't finish that. Okay. And I finished my senior year online, um, which was a bit of a struggle to, you know, coordinate and everything, but um ended up really working out really well um I so I went to graduation the next year and fully graduated and everything um but yeah it, it was a weird time like socially and um just um yeah everything that I kind of my entire world leading up to the point where I was 16 just kind of flipped over on itself um and it became this entire new kind of 
yeah and, and like landscape and it was just it was a really crazy time because it was like everything that I'd ever dreamed of happening was happening all at once and it was like so hard to to stomach and and to kind of like ingest all at once it was just like all of these like amazing like childhood fantasies were kind of coming true all yeah. at one point yeah. so um yeah so it, it was it was I don't I don't think I really had like the wherewithal to process at all um quickly um at that age um but now looking back on it it's like there were so many things that I was juggling at the time, um, which were really, really amazing things. But, um, you know, it was just not what I was used to and maybe was not the most prepared for. Um, so, but I mean, ultimately, like it, it got me here. I'm so happy. I'm so proud of myself for Absolutely. Yeah. Like, going through everything and, um, and for just pushing, like I really just worked so hard in that time period. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just, I couldn't give it up, but I didn't want to give it up. And I think that like when you're at that age too, you have just this invincibility yeah. Uh, yeah. sense about you. And that was just like, I was like, this is it. This is all or nothing. I'm going. And I was doing like, you know, three radio station uh, visits and shows a day and um, just doing everything I could. Crazy times. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, like you say, it's um, obviously that hard work pays off. And in retrospect, you know, when you look back at it and you think, wow, I was really like working my ass off then. Like it's obviously it's um, it's all for a, for a good reason because, you know, um, of where you are now. And um, obviously you were writing songs uh, from an early age as well. Um, yeah. When when did you I was kind of curious to know when you when you personally felt like you got your big break, I guess, um, in the industry, was it because in 2014 you signed with Z entertainment as the entertainment label, um, mm-hmm. after, you know, some of your demos, um, was that kind of the point when the ball really started rolling or was it, was it before that? Yeah. I mean, that was, um, that was a product of my, um, sessions with this guy that I was introduced to through someone that I knew from Pittsburgh, which is where I grew up. Okay. Um, and he introduced me to kind of his friends in the industry and they were all like emerging songwriters. So they all knew the pop space really well and they were all really familiar. And um, I went out to to do like a writing camp with them for a weekend and Hideaway and a few others that ended up in my EP were the result of that. So yeah, um, it was a really, really fast kind of whirlwind thing. I just, um, I like begged my parents to go out to LA and, and to meet this guy and to meet all of his friends and to, to do this. Um, and yeah, I think, I think it wasn't so much like it turned from like being this like writing development thing to, um, just like, I am singing, I'm the singer, I'm, I'm singing these songs and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're not going to go to anyone else. I'm not p- pitching them or anything. These are my songs. Um, which was kind of a crazy twist for me because at the, at, until that point I was like very focused on writing. Yeah. Um, and then, <clears throat> you know, it was still kind of writing, but then after that it was like they were going to finish the EP while I was on the road. So it kind of just became like I was the singer, um, which was exciting for me too. Um, and which I had wanted to do also. Yeah. But I think in terms of writing, I think um, it wasn't until a few years after that, really that I started to gain traction with my own and gain confidence with my own writing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and, and work with collaborators that I love and trust. And cool. um, yeah. 
<coughs> yeah, we'll come on to, to collaborations in a moment because um, you've done some some pretty awesome ones, um, as I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will know. Uh, you mentioned Hideaway, which was um, obviously the single from or your debut single from your uh, your EP, um, which was very well received. And obviously you were touring off the back of that, um, which must have been um kind of your first taste of, of, of live performing, I guess, would that have been after that? Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, that was, I think that was probably, if I look back on things, that was the number one thing that I wasn't prepared for. Um, Yeah. I don't think anyone is ever really prepared for touring. it It was strange for me at the time. Yeah. Because I was, I was, I went from playing kind of like 10, you know, like the 10, 15 people radio rooms, um, when I would visit radio stations to, um, you know, my song taking off on top 40 and me performing at Jingle Ball, which is huge arenas. It's, it's the biggest events throughout the year and, and, um, and during the holidays in the U S. Um, so that was, I was not prepared for that transition. I, I, you know, didn't have a band full time. I, like we barely got together a band for Jingle Ball. Um, I didn't have sound people. I didn't really <clears throat> wasn't familiar with the whole um, visual aspect of performing either. Like we didn't have mm. no time to bring something together for that. So I felt very like very excited to be there and very excited to be getting my song out to the world in that way. Um, but at the same time, looking back on it, I was very very underprepared um, <laughs> for that. Um, which which yeah. forced me to, to learn it faster, um, honestly. So in a way, it, it kind of was the accelerant for me to become the performer that I am today. Um, yeah, just being but, thrown in at the deep end, I guess. Like Yeah, yeah. Um, and just kind of, yeah, just, just learning how to swim there. Um, <laughs> was, yeah, that was, that was a really... Uh, I'm proud of myself for, for like overcoming that because looking back on that, it's like, how do you throw a a 15 year old into um, performing in arenas when she's only just left high school. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing what you've accomplished. Um, Thank you. What we, what we just uh, mentioned hide away and the follow up uh, sit still look pretty. Um, Both rose to the top 50 of billboard hot 100. Um, So, you know, great accolades there and, and sit still look pretty is, uh, it's got so many streams. Um, I'm, you know, I'm looking at some of your, some of your numbers now and, um, it's a fantastic track and I, I actually just want to play a little bit for our listeners now, uh, if that's okay. And, um, yeah, and I'll come back to you in a sec. Could dress up to get love, but guess what? I'm never gonna be that girl who's living in a Barbie world. Could wake up and make up and play dumb, pretending that I need a boy. Treat me like a toy I know the other girlies wanna wear expensive things Like diamond rings But I don't wanna be the puppet that you're playing on a string This queen don't need a king Oh, I don't know what you've been told But this guy right here's gonna rule the world Yeah, that is where I'm gonna be Because I wanna be No, I don't wanna sit still, look pretty You get off on it, 9 to 5 Dream of picket fences and trophy wives But no Uh, it's a nice bouncy vibe to it and uh yeah, yeah. 
I haven't heard it in so long. The the radio version. I yeah. haven't heard it in, in so long. I've just performed it, but yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you've got a great vocal as well, and it's um, obviously a lot of uh, a lot of people would recognise it from um, "Don't Let Me Down," which is obviously uh, the Chainsmokers' uh, 2016 uh, big summer record, which um, I remember it was just huge here in the UK, um, and it obviously went on to win a Grammy, which is pretty incredible. Um, how, how, how did that collaboration kind of come about? How did you first get involved with, with those guys? Yeah, well, um, so Hideaway, it was, a, it was a fall after I left school. So Hideaway was, was just coming up the charts um, and it had it just entered like top 40 pop radio or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I guess their first radio song, Roses, was going, or maybe not their first, but, you know, the first of that string of songs that they yeah, put out yeah. um and they i guess we like crossed paths at some point and um they reached out and they were just like we really 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 feel that you should be on this song and um i heard it once and i was like not only had i never been reached out to be on another person's song before so that in itself was exciting yeah um but i heard the song and i was just absolutely blown away and um was was so so like over the moon excited about that um so yeah yeah amazing track i mean catchy as hell um i, I remember i've very you know only a few years ago obviously but i remember it just being everywhere and it was just um you know just kind of one of those tracks it's like the track of the summer you just kind of you remember yeah. it as, as as that yeah yeah amazing yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a it was a blessing and a curse for me to have that as like my, <laughs> my first song. <laughs> yeah, um, somewhat. My, my first big hit kind of. Um yeah. so yeah, I I'm definitely trying to match that or beat that with my new stuff, but um of course it's not it's not all like matching and beating. I'm I'm trying to make stuff that's <laughs> more personal to me. Um of course, of course. and and feels good to me, but yeah, it it's a it's a hard song to follow for sure. And uh, yeah, talking of, of new stuff, um, you released uh, Insomnia. Uh, was it last year or was that earlier this year? Because that's from, that's going to be on the new album, right? Um, yeah, so that was two, almost two years. I guess okay. it was a year and a half ago. Yeah, so okay. um, March of last year. And that was, I feel like that was kind of the pivotal moment for me that we were talking about earlier with okay. writing. Yeah. Um, that, song to me feels like the most sonically in line with um the stuff that i'm putting out next okay and um it just it felt very like authentic to me it felt like i was kind of combining all of my early on influences Mm -hmm. um and of like that 90s like kind of like dance house uh vibe like the kylie minogue kind of influence um i yeah i just i really love that um vibe oscar gores like killed it on the production mm, mm. um jay cash wrote on it who i'm working with now obviously um and yeah i think that was the song that i i was like this is my song i feel yeah i, I was i was gonna ask so, what what you kind of this. i was gonna ask what you kind of did um what you felt like you did differently like in a creative sense compared to your older projects for example um and obviously, well, you pretty much just answered it. It's kind of culmination of all your musical efforts, I guess, and all your influences. And um, just kind of, would you would you say that this um, this upcoming album's kind of like the real 
kind of musical identity of yours mm-hmm. in as as such yeah you know yeah because i because things happened so fast at 16 um i was that one collaborator collaborator that i was talking about was really the person that kind of pioneered like the whole creative vision for me like visually and sonically and everything yeah um which i'm so grateful for obviously um but you know it wasn't exactly my writing shining through and uh you know he wrote some of the ep while i wasn't there i was on the road and it felt like more of like a pop project right as this feels like more of an authentic kind of like personal lyrics personal stories like look into um my life it just feels like sonically more authentic um and uh yeah, it, it just feels like I've I've kind of been wanting to get to this point ever since my first few songs and, and I'm really happy I'm here. And I'm happy that I have the freedom to be able to now put out what I whatever I want. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I didn't necessarily have before, which is a very um exciting thing because it's a, a rare thing, unfortunately, in yeah. this industry. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I can imagine it's quite liberating as a as a singer songwriter to sort of have that control over every aspect of your of your music i guess um which yeah. is yeah yeah what, what's your um obviously you've, you've been writing songs for a, a long time um but i'm just curious to to know what your sort of general approach um to to songwriting is do you and and has that changed over the years um in terms of like do you start with uh, a melody or like a concept and like or do you just have a hook and then you just build on that or what's kind of like or or is it just a different approach to to any to to whatever yeah. record you're working with um that's a good question I feel like I never have like a good answer to that because I feel like it, it varies from the day um, yeah sometimes yeah. I'll like a concept um sometimes I'll see something like visually and like see kind of like the story and this concept that like sums that up um and I'll, I'll go with that which is which has been uh new for me I haven't always done that but for some reason recently I've been doing that um and sometimes I'll start with a few lyrics sometimes I'll start with the melody um or just a track that I was already working on um yeah, I, th- I think it's it's just been really fl- free flowing, which is exciting because there's mm. not one, there's not ever one path to the song. Yeah, um, yeah. And sometimes new people can come in and, and give me an even better idea than I had, and that's exciting to me. I love collaborating with people and and kind of bouncing ideas ideas off of each other and, and really um, getting new perspectives on a song because I think it's important to have um, other perspectives um, as well. I think that's really important for collaborating and um yeah i I definitely don't have all the answers yeah no i i could i make i make you right um when you've got someone else in the room with you who's also a songwriter or uh, or a producer you you know they just they can offer a different different perspective on things that don't they and um can uh can really like you say bounce off each other creative juices flowing and it just makes for uh, some really nice music yeah yeah yeah, yeah, cool. it, yeah, it's been really awesome um, to work with the people that I've been working with. Like Jack and Coke, I've recently been working a lot with them. They produce first time. Um, and okay. we just like immediately got each other. I feel like um, just sonically everything. And, and they're very like, um, 
they're very organic and kind of uh, just, I don't the things that they do with their production just really excites me because they, mm. they think of things that aren't like um, already a sample in the program. You know, they, they like record their own sounds for things and, and layer them. So yeah. it's exciting yeah. um, to work with people like that who are always willing to uh, risk things and, and yeah, try new things. For sure. For sure. How did you, how did you first start uh, working with Jay Cash then? You mentioned your, that's quite a recent thing that you've started writing with him. Um, how, how did you kind of get involved there? Uh, well, Cash and I have been friends for for a few years and he, obviously, because he wrote on Insomnia and he was working on a lot of other songs that I was on, uh, working sure. on with Interscope as well. And um, we've just been like good friends and have just kind of seen each other over the years and, and always been excited to work with each other. And uh, he he reached out to me this summer and it, I feel like this, everything that's with everything that's happened this year, it's been very like, I have kind of like let my guard down with things and I've been very open to new experiences and, and taking more risks and just putting myself out there and, um, and not necessarily like holding myself to any one thing. So when he reached out, I was like, why not, why not like mm, take mm. this opportunity? Like this is a person that I really trust and love. And I think that we can make really great, really great music together and surround ourselves with people who are just as passionate and excited about this music as we are. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think it just like worlds collided at the right moment. And yeah, it was, it was kind of a perfect storm of things. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. It's very, very exciting. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what's in the, well, we know what's in the pipeline. Um, we know there's a second album on its way. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you have a, uh, a date, if it's, if it's going to be sort of 2021 now or, um, just curious to know what what else you've got in the pipeline any any cool collaborations um that you're looking forward to i know there's probably some stuff that you that you might not be able to mention but uh yeah 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 we've we've been working on a bunch of stuff um we've just kind of hit this creative stride um my girlfriend is actually working on a bunch of the visuals for my songs she did the cool. music video for her first time um and uh we're just we're just always brainstorming and coming up with new things and um yeah a few songs on the way i can't say when but very soon and then um full album to come next year hopefully great stuff great stuff and hopefully by then uh we can hope that we've returned to a little bit of uh normality and hopefully you can go and go and tour it as well um yes yes which I want to. I want to come to Europe. That's the f- that's the first place I want to go when things open back up again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to come to London. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Have you uh, have you have you toured in in Europe before? Have you been London and and to a few cities over here? Yeah, I've done a few shows um, on other people's tours and also just radio shows, but I've never done yeah. my own headlining show. So hopefully that's in the cards. Yeah, next. yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right, great yeah. stuff, um, Daya. It's been so lovely to have you on the show. Uh, it's been really, it's been really interesting hearing about your um, kind of musical journey so far. Uh, it's Thank been, you. It's, Thanks it's, so much for having me. Uh, you're so you're so welcome. Um, like I say, uh, hopefully by by this time next year, at least I would hope um, we'll be we'll be kind of getting back to normal, and you'll be able to to get out on the road. But until then, um, best of luck with all the new music that you're working on. Uh, and all these cool collaborations um and with your writing and stuff and um yeah yeah everyone's staying safe and healthy over there 
and I hope to see you guys soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, Daya. You take care. Thanks, you too. Cheers. Bye. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.